What is up, Still Studians? Happy Monday, August 15th, 2022, and welcome to episode number 385 of the study session. My gratitude and appreciation to all of Yin's guys and gals, Yin's beautiful, beautiful Studians. Wishing you a tremendous week here. Hoping that your August so far has been amazing. Hope you enjoyed that Steelers versus Seahawks preseason contest last weekend and that you are gearing up for another game this Saturday against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And today, going to get into more discussion about that preseason contest. Going to spend some time talking about the defense. I put an article up on the site yesterday, defensive analysis, talking about Devin Bush and just really saying he's not the same player since that ACL tear. So I'm going to recap the defense and cover all that here in episode 385. Also, just a quick reminder, Jim Wexel and I recorded episode number 33 of the Still City Insider podcast. So that is now available and up for your listening and viewing pleasure. It is linked in the show notes, so be sure to check that out. So in the article I wrote last night, I talked about being concerned about Devin Bush. Man, I am highly concerned in the game against the Seahawks, it was more of what we saw last year. And I was hopeful, I was feeling optimistic that last year was an anomaly because of his ACL injury, that he just didn't achieve full strength, but he looked very similar to how he did last year. He was out of position, he was easily blocked, he was slow to the play, and just ineffective in coverage. And Unfortunately, I think the reality is that the ACL injury was too much for him. Some guys are able to overcome it. Some are not. He just doesn't look like a starting NFL inside linebacker. So what's going to happen to him? Who knows? I'm willing to at least monitor his performance throughout the remainder of camp and preseason before I make any final conclusions. But if his performance continues the way that it does, I don't see how the Steelers can keep him because – he wasn't good. Go back and watch the tape. It just it's sad because he had so much promise and potential his rookie year and he just looks like he can't get it done. Speaking of inside linebacker, Miles Jack appears to be the real deal. Was very impressed by his performance. Looked explosive, looked aggressive, his run fits look solid and he seems to be a player that the Steelers defense is going to be able to lean on, rely on, count on. But his counterpart, whether that's Bush or Robert Spillane, Spillane wasn't that great either. Now, he was a little better against the run, but in pass coverage, he was easily beat. And then Buddy Johnson, second-year player, while he recorded seven tackles on the stat sheet, he missed several tackles and had difficulties in covering the pass. So the question has to be asked, do the Steelers once again in August, like they did last year, look for a trade for an inside backer. It's a very real possibility because you can't expect Miles Jack to carry this position and he has had some injuries in the past. What if he goes down? Then you are really hampered at that inside backer position. And no, Mark Robinson, the rookie, is not going to start. He has too much to learn. So inside backer at this point has to be a high position of concern for the Pittsburgh Steelers. The defensive line didn't have a lot of big names out there playing. They struggled mightily against the run. It looked like a repeat of last year. 
But just keeping in mind, the starters weren't out there. Larry Ogunjobi, Tyson Alu-Alu, Cam Hayward. So Henry Mondo, Isaiah Loudermilk got the bulk of the snaps along with DeMarvin Leal, Khalil Davis, Carlos Davis, those gentlemen. Henry Mondo, while he did record a sack, did get pushed back pretty easily. Isaiah Loudermilk had some flash, but also some unevenness because he was pushed back as well. They got to get better. Uh, it, it wasn't great. Same thing about outside linebacker. Underwhelming. Nobody really stood out. Delonte Scott, somebody I was hopeful and watching to see how he performed. Eh. Derek Tuska. Eh. Okay. In the secondary, Trey Norwood definitely showed some growth. It's exciting to think about how he can benefit this team in his second season. But outside of Norwood, everybody else was inconsistent. James Pierre had some nice plays. But he just doesn't have that long speed. He also gave up several catches. And it's not great. Carlin's Platel was exposed. His his speed, lack of speed was exposed. Donovan Steiner, a guy I was very excited about seeing in this contest, missed multiple tackles. Uh, I just don't feel great about the defense. Again, they have a lot of high-level starters but the depth just isn't great. So a lot of work to be done there. And if I'm Terrell Austin or Brian Flores, I'd be highly annoyed at the performance of the depth on defense because it wasn't good. And a lot of people will point to Mark Robinson's sack. Yeah, he that was a big play coming off the edge, but he was completely unblocked. I'll give him credit for making the play, but he still has a lot of work to do. He's got a lot of growth to make. I will mention that Arthur Millette played very aggressively, with a lot of intensity, made a lot of plays. And while it did come against second stringers, I'm trying to identify some bright spots on the defense, and he was one of them. So, again, lots and lots of work to do on the defense, and I'm sure that the coaching staff is pointing that out as they get ready to get to work here today. I just wanted to run over some statistics as I close out the episode So, again, I mentioned Buddy Johnson led the team in tackles, seven solo tackles, but a lot of those were down the field after, you know, just getting run by. He had missed tackles. James Pierre with six. He was the second leading tackler. Arthur Millette with five. (laughs) DeMonte Casey with four. Mark Robinson with five. So the scary thing there is that you have a – two cornerbacks and a safety who were in your top five in terms of tackles. So that tells you all you need to know in terms of the run defense. In terms of passes, defense, Trey Norwood had two. He led the team. In terms of sacks, Mark Robinson had one. Henry Mondo had one. And Hamilcar Rashid recorded a sack. So three sacks. Eh, Again, lots of work to do on the defensive side of the football. And one thing that I wanted to mention, too, is just the yards per carry for the Pittsburgh running backs. Listen to these yards per carry. Anthony McFarland, eight yards per carry on seven carries. Jalen Warren, 5.7 yards per carry on six carries. Master Teague, 5.2 yards per carry on six carries. Is Benny Snell's backup job in jeopardy? I would like to think so because every carry that Jalen Warren had on Saturday, he went forward. And I think the dude can get the job done. If we look at the performance of the quarterbacks, Kenny Pickett, 13 out of 15, 95 yards. 
two touchdowns, 132.6 quarterback rating. Again, he did attack the outside of the field, throws to the flat, but didn't go down the field a lot. Want to see more zip on his throws. Mason Rudolph had a nice showing, 9 out of 15, 93 yards, 6.2 yard average, 100.1 QB rating, one touchdown, no interceptions. Was still flat-footed. Want to see a little bit more out of him. Mitch Trubisky, 4 out of 7, 63 yards, 9 yards per attempt, one touchdown, 126.8 QB rating. Overall, for the team, 26 out of 37, 224 yards, 6.8 yards per attempt, four touchdowns, 124.9 QB rating. That will get it done uh, if they can sustain that or if one quarterback can put that together. So we'll have to see. And then just in terms of defense, wanted to point out yards per carry, the Seahawks, 6.1 yards per carry. That's not going to get it done for the Steelers. Conversely, the Steelers averaged 6.9 yards per carry as a team. In terms of the pass, 180 yards passing for the Seahawks. So a decent job there. Uh, And the Steelers did lead in time of possession, 31 minutes, 55 seconds, to the Seahawks, 28 minutes and 5 seconds. Again, a lot of work to be done for your Pittsburgh Steelers. It's one game. Again, fantastic that they got the win. Absolutely. A lot of players got several reps, which is great. And now we need to see them build on this game, build on this contest, put in a good week of work, and have a good showing against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Again, if you haven't checked out the new episode of the Still City Insider podcast, that is up with Jim Wexel. It is linked in the show notes. Don't forget that the Still Study is now on Apple Podcasts. You can subscribe and get daily updates to your feed. And don't forget about the donut button. The donate button. If you appreciate and value the work that I do, want to buy me a beer, you can click on the link and do that. I would be truly grateful. It's beautiful, beautiful studies. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to close out episode number 385 of the study session. I love you guys so much. We'll be bringing it to you all week. Drop me a line. You know how to do that. Email, tweet, comment on the article, and I will see you on the next edition of the study session. Peace, everyone. Make it a great day.